hear that? That is as peace and quiet as it can be in this neighborhood at night. But you know what is missing? I think, because now my mind is playing tricks with me. That generator. Wednesday, July 6, 2022. I'm Steven Sirsky, folks. I hope you're doing well. Uh, this year is my audio blog, and yes, I yik-yak about this generator quite a bit. For those of you who have been paying attention for the last couple of days, it started last week again after the official reopening of uh, the schools here in Beijing after a lot of the lockdowns were uh, lifted uh, throughout the month of June and then heading into July. There is a generator that goes on with the school outside. Now, how do I know this? I don't actually know whether or not this school or the generator is at all associated, but they are correlated. Whenever that school is open or whenever it is a school day, especially like any working day, Monday to Friday, and then all those makeup work days on the weekends that happen happen here in uh, Beijing, happen here in China, that generator is on if the school is open. I got thinking, what if that generator was on because over the last couple of days it was very humid and they needed it on to keep either the air circulating, dehumidify the place, or some sort of security reason? I don't know. I mean, yesterday I was uh, voicing concern for the Baal'an who uh, was in charge and maybe he got locked up somewhere, stuck in a lockdown, who knows? Uh, or he got uh, The Standard, you know, the book by Stephen King, um, something like that. And now now that it's off, and I guess it's shut off sometime around 5 p.m. today, I'm not entirely sure. All I know is that uh, somewhere around in the evening, it stopped being so whiny. But even now, I'm listening, and I'm going, it still seems like something is ringing. And I wonder... This can't just be in my mind. I mean, it could be, yes. I mean, it could be one of those things like, you know, when you put your arms in the doorway and you press against them and you put them by your sides and your arms seem to float up, that sort of pseudo sort of um, effect on reality, uh, which was a like a, a childhood experiment I remember doing back in the day. Uh, but something like this where maybe since the sound is now absent, I'm just hearing it anyway, but I wonder if this type of generator was used in some other uh, buildings because it actually wasn't just this generator generator that was going. There was another construction type of generator going on somewhere. I don't know. I know they are doing construction over on the far on the, on the eastern part of the compound, and they're build they're making more buildings for some reason. Don't know why, uh, but uh, there there was some other construction generator that was going and that shut off at around four o'clock maybe three three or four o'clock somewhere around there all of a sudden it went very quiet um, and then later on this other school generator uh shut off as well so i don't know the exact um linkage association between all these generators and work but i do know it's a whole lot quieter it's beautiful i'm not gonna lie now that being the case why did I not notice, you know, for something that I was uh, complaining about so much, why didn't I notice? Well, because at the time that the generator was probably going off, I was working on a Chinese test. Yes, so I did one of these um, mock tests for the HSK-5 uh, test that's coming up in a week and a half, like literally 
Today is July 16th. My test is in 10 days. <laughs> and as I realized today, actually, I was kind of going, wait a minute. You know, I was talking about these workbook mock tests, and those ones are a lot shorter than the actual test. They only take you about maybe 30 to 40 minutes total, depending on your reading speed or your writing speed, depending on your reading speed. But wait a minute, I, I think I have these practice tests somewhere. And sure enough, I've got two books of practice tests I haven't even touched. I've got the official one, and then I've got the BLCU practice tests. Uh, they publish, uh, I guess they're tests based on old tests, but then I actually I have the actual official previous HSK-5 tests that they actually used. Uh, so I have both of these books. And uh, I was looking at I was going, oh, man, I haven't done this. So that is added onto the HSK-5 test prep book that I have um, that I haven't really even looked at. And then I also have my textbooks that I've been slowly working through. Now, today, I did do the workbook test for Chapter 16, and I scored... 45%. Eh, you might say, oh, Steve, you're not ready for this test yet. You, you, you might be right. You may be. I also finished chapter 18. I went through that. I did the grammar portions, or at least I looked through the grammar portions, read through them very slowly, tried to grasp the meaning of them, did the homework as well. And then I focused on one of these practice HSK 5 tests. It did take me a while to do because... Uh, since I'm not under any sort of time stress or time limit, I figured, you know, I'll take my time, but it doesn't matter. Uh, let's just focus on concentrating and doing the best that I can rather than rushing through the thing. Uh, and so in the course of that, I had a couple of beers. <laughs> I mentioned the margaritas um, affecting my performance on Saturday, but again, also mentioning that I, maybe I was just a little bit more on on Saturday. Yesterday, since I didn't do any uh, Chinese studies, maybe my brain was a little bit more fresh today. So, getting into it, it was actually, I, I was surprised at uh, the results. I was, I, I did, it didn't seem as hard as the workbook mock tests. And I was thinking, well, maybe these HSK5 tests, although they deal with all of the content, all chapters 1 to 36, and I've only done the, the first 18 chapters, basically, like thoroughly done them. And the mock tests in for, for the textbook series are meant to be more discussion-based. Like they're meant to be presented in a classroom setting rather than self-study, whereas the HSK-5 test itself is meant to be as broad-based as possible at that level, that HSK-5 level. So what did I get? Well, there are 100 questions out of the uh, in this uh, this test. I skipped out the last two, so it's questions uh, 99 and 100, which are the writing portions. And the reason I did that is because it's very hard to determine whether or not what I write is correct because I don't know the marking schematics or the marking scheme for the HSK five writing portion. And of course, someone's going to point it out. It's got to be this, got to be that, but we don't know. Right, unless you're you actually mark those tests, especially the uh, the paper-based tests, we don't actually know. Out of the 98 that I did, I got 62%. Now, 62%, you might say, "Oh, see, that's that's uh, pretty." Bad. I mean, that's only a two-thirds. That's that's not that good, is it? I'm going. You're right. It's not that good, but it is a pass. <laughs> it is a pass, and if you going by that. 
62% on the, on the test up until the writing portion. If I'm scoring that, that means I can't fail the test, can I? I mean, yes, okay, out of 100, uh, if I'm scoring 62 out of 98, I guess, well, the, the last two portions, are they worth one point, or are they, how much are they worth? I don't think they're weighted, I think they're still worth only one point each. That's a good question, I don't know. Oof, how is that scored? I should probably check on that a little bit more. Um, let me just check what was the actual score that I got out of 98. I got 61 out of 98 for 62% uh, total, questions 99 and 100, I did not do. Now, question 99 is you have to write 80 characters, zoyo, thereabouts, uh, 80 characters with the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 words that they give you. Um, picture, uh, And then question number uh, 100 is this picture that they give you. And this one, in this practice test, has a, uh, a man at a table. Uh, looks like he's being interviewed. He has two little, those little sort of like uh, snake microphones, uh, like antennae microphones pointed at him, and then a bunch of uh, camera people or paparazzi, camera people, um, like news reporters types, uh, taking pictures of him. So, and again, you have to write 80 characters about that picture. 62%, 61 out of 80, or out of 98. I'll take it. So that means hopefully in the next one, I can score a little bit higher. Where did I go wrong? I was actually surprised the listening portion. I did very well in um, with most of it scoring pretty high throughout. Uh, I was actually a little bit surprised at um, what I did. But this, again, going back to the differences between the workbook mock test and this actual mock test. uh, This mock test, this actual mock test, signposted a lot of the answers and I say that as if it's some sort of obvious statement or obvious fact but if you if you are if you're not HSK 5 level if you're not at that level it'll probably sound like a whole lot of just like an onslaught of Chinese or an onslaught of language but if you know enough to be functioning at this level you're going to hear some of the signposts and that is what I was listening for throughout this test uh, there were some where I listened to them and was like going, I have no idea what you're talking about. Not necessarily because I didn't, I lost focus. I lost concentration. I lost the uh, sort of the, the direction of the conversation. And that was more apparent from questions uh, 38 to 45. I'm looking at this going 38 to 45. I only got one correct. Now that, that section is where they have conversations or it's a, an extended monologue. And I just found myself getting lost. I was like, I, I missed a key portion. So I was trying to make up, like trying to catch a key word here or there and trying to understand some of the things they were saying. And it, it just, it threw me off into, uh, entirely. Uh, but up until that point, the first 37 questions where it's a sort of um, question or sort of a statement, a simple conversation between two people, um, it, it was pretty well signposted and, decently able to do now the writing set or sorry not the writing the reading section uh i did abysmal in the first two parts i was actually a little bit surprised uh the second part i did very well by the third part uh this is actually when i i actually did a shot of tequila i'm not gonna lie because uh, i was like oh this thing is taking me forever and I, it also was sort of aligned with the time when i went you know what Let's just find the characters that match up. And I noticed that this seemed to help. 
uh, quite a bit. Now, this is by no means like an official way of do doing tests. I'm sure there's some sort of like little bit of a cheat that you can uh, come up with. It was told to me with these tests that uh, out of the four choices that you're given, A, B, C, and D, there are two that are obviously not it, and then two that could be it, but you don't know which one it is because they have slight variations. Well, you should know which one it is because they do have slight variations and it can only be one or the other. It can't be both, right? So with that knowledge going into this, I'm looking at all of these uh, these selections, all the questions here, like 75, 76, 77, 78, and I'm looking at them going, all I did was look for the characters that matched up what they were talking about in the actual essay itself. And that's, and I selected that answer. Yeah, it's complete. Do I actually know what they were talking about? Kind of ish. But this is one thing that I found that, uh, especially for a test uh, circumstance, test situation, you have to get away from that enamoration that, oh, look it, I can read and understand this language. Awesome, my studies are paying off. No, 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 you just got to actually read it and match up the answer with what's being said in the text. That's it. You don't have to enjoy it. You don't have to understand everything. You just have to answer the question. That's it. Don't, don't worry about the joys of the written language or look at that character and, oh, wow, you finally understood the, the grammatical construction. The, it doesn't matter. Just choose the bloody answer. A, B, C, or D. Mark it down. And what I mean by this is that when you're reading, you're going to go, wow, I actually understand what, what I, I, what's being written, what's being said in this, uh, in this uh, essay, and I, what's being conveyed in this essay, and that helps. But then you get to the end, and you're like, okay, now it's asking a question. You're going, well, I forgot what I read because I was so enamored by the fact that I was actually able to understand what was going on that I forgot what they were talking about. So you go back. And you kind of go, okay, all right, which characters are mentioned in the essay? Which characters are mentioned in which paragraph? And how do I match this up with the answers that are available to me? So uh, that seemed to uh, do me pretty well because, yeah, I'm looking at uh, 78 through questions 90. And those were actually pretty well scored, I'll tell you. So uh, uh, I'm very happy with that. Now, the writing section bombed that one questions 91 to 98 shibaila pangyos i failed completely i only got two correct out of those uh and this one was there are two that i looked at and went oh are you kidding it was like i understood it this way and they wrote it that way I'm like, all right all right and there's in the answers if there is an option they will usually give you both answers like both okay answers this one had no choice of that kind so if you're wrong, you're wrong. If your grammar's wrong, it's wrong. Move on, frog. Time to go. 62%. I'll be. I'll take it. Happy with that. Why not? I will. Uh, now, out of the planning, since I have five official examination papers to go through, I can probably, hopefully, get through one every second day. Uh, since they do take quite a long time, it's a two-hour test. And then I have another book of these ten practice tests that are based on the real tests. Um, so we'll see how this sort of works out in terms of planning. And then, of course, I have the full second book of the uh, Biao Jun uh, course, so the, uh, the uh, standard course that the, uh, they give you to prepare for the test. Now, I guess this, is, this comes down to it. Like, do, do you need to complete the course to be able to function at this level? To me, I, f I would feel uh, as, if I as if I've left the level 
incomplete and as if I have not given my all if I don't finish these textbooks. So with the test being next week, I'm going to do my best to get through as much as I can. I'm going to write the test. Uh, I guess I could postpone it. I could still postpone it. I could just cancel it. Just not show up and, you know, swallow the money, whatever. But, you know, get it done. Try it. Uh, and if you fail, you fail. If you pass, then great. You know, you don't have to dwell on it anymore. But I want to finish these books before moving on, before purchasing the HSK 6 books. I think that's the most important part uh, that I have to sort of um, take into account here is that that's that's sort of what I'm going for is the completion of these textbooks. Other news, sub BA5 spotted in Shanghai, which means there are more lockdowns or are there? Don't know. The newspaper article got deleted by the time I could uh, take a look at it. So whether or not there is new COVID variants or whatever, I don't know. <sighs> On the upshot, the bars are opening again. Word has it Plan B is opening tomorrow. I've received word that Jing A in Guomao is open now. Uh, and I'm not sure about the other bars. Uh, Nali Patio, Nile Patio, whichever it's called. I think that one's also open. They said they were shutting down for some renovations, but we all know what that really means. It means they're being renovated out of their space. Typically, now, if they're sticking around, good. Honestly, never been there, so it doesn't really bother me too much. Jing A would be a big one, and Plan B would be a big one, mostly because those are like the neighborhood uh, brew pubs or uh, neighborhood watering holes, as you'd call them. Thinking about getting a virtual assistant. I don't know. I was thinking about this. I'm like, could I pay someone to do some uh, website work for me? I was, uh, because of all this, um, creating these podcasts every day and then trying to schedule the other big podcasts, uh, which takes some time and trying to make that time. If I were to be able to free up some of these, these other tasks, I might be able to be a little bit more efficient with my timing. So if you know anybody who is a virtual assistant, pass my name along or pass me their name and I can try to woo them with the excitement of working alongside me, a forerunner in the area of talking incessantly for 20 minutes every day between Monday and Friday. How does that sound? <laughs> Great stuff. I am thinking about it. Two months to go. Double workouts continue. Hair continues to grow. That beard was thinking about how to uh, best, um, I guess, I'm going to shave the beard right in September. I'm not sure. We'll see. This is the, the next big thing. I, I The last time I grew up my, my beard this long, I kept a clip of it, which I think I will again. Uh, I was actually thinking about doing the uh, Samuel L. Jackson beard from, what movie was that? The one where it was like, it was not a very good Quentin Tarantino movie. Jackie Brown, that one. I was thinking about doing that just because, like, you know, with, with this length of beard, I mean, it's a good four or five inches at this moment. Why not just shave everything else off and keep that, right? Uh, we'll see how that goes. Not sure. Ten ideas. What would you have for ten ideas today? Ten ideas looking for how to drink coffee. Okay, drink coffee with uh, soda water. Drink coffee with cranberry juice. Uh, make espresso with uh, blueberries, uh, freeze your espresso and put it in your uh, lemon juice water. Uh, how else could you drink coffee? You can do uh, well, do a mocha espresso 
Americano mixture. No, we're going to scrap that. We're going to do an espresso, mocha pot, and brewed coffee combination. So basically, you're getting all the hits of coffee that you can possibly make. Uh, what else could you do? I'm looking at uh, the stuff I have around here. Could you put flax in your coffee? Type number six, Vegemite in coffee. Could you do that? Ooh, wow, would that ever uh, bite? Butter and Vegemite. Why not? Just skip the toast. Put the butter and Vegemite into your coffee. Uh, honey is an obvious one. Peanut butter wouldn't work. Cinnamon, that's an obvious choice. What if you could make chia seed coffee yogurt? Imagine putting espresso in the yogurt and the chia seeds, and that can be like your, your morning pick-me-up. I wonder, actually, with the yogurt mixture I have, instead of uh, putting, well, no, just in, in addition to everything else, you put a shot of espresso into the yogurt mixture. So it's yogurt, uh, chia seeds, we've got some flax seeds, we've got MCT coconut oil, uh, we've got pumpkin seeds, walnuts, uh, and uh, blueberries and then honey as well. So you put a shot of espresso into there. I wonder if that'd be any good. If not, what if espresso milk and chia seeds, let that sit in the fridge for about an hour. The chia seeds will expand and you get sort of like a tapioca pudding or a rice pudding type of uh, uh, texture to the, the drink. So there, that's eight or nine uh, versions already. Uh, one more. What else could we do? Could we do p- uh, bananas in coffee? Could we do... Oh, let's take a look at the fridge. What else could we mix? we got plums. we got chocolate shreddings. Don't need that. Butter, we already said it. Ketchup in coffee? No. And then how about kale in coffee? Could you cook kale in coffee? Could Would you... Hmm. How would you do this? Would you put the kale we boil the kale first or cook it up and then put that and then you sprinkle the espresso with olive oil and maybe some vinaigrette in a salad with some uh sweet potatoes there you go this obviously wouldn't be a uh, an evening dinner this would be a, a lunchtime fair uh, for sure, something like that. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there with the 10 ideas. That's enough for the, the, the coffee ideas for today. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensersky.com. Hope you guys are doing well. Stay safe out there. Get your workouts in. Do your runs, two miles, 20 minutes, three times a day is fantastic. I know I only do it twice. Eat your vegetables, get your sun, stay healthy out there. Folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We will talk again. Bye-bye. <laughs>